show that you've been on since before we were on. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I've been I've been working this for a while now since we started throwing these online. So yeah. So thank you for filling in for Sarah. Sarah is parked on 275 right now, and she's really panicked. Sounds about right. So um, I told her to take an Ambien and chill out. But oh, there she is. But um, Sarah didn't take the Ambien because obviously she's here. You want? Are you are you jumping on? Or are you? Why don't you direct? There we go. Or you want to get mic'd up like on it. camera? You want to get mic'd up on camera? Yeah, sure. Oh, she's getting mic'd up. Sorry, Dave. We were just. Oh, look at Dave. Sorry. Like, this is my break, Sarah. You ruined it. You ruined it. You get a SAG card and everything. But while Sarah's getting ready, uh, we're going to hit you with some news from uh, the Roseanne universe uh, in a couple different ways. And then, Han Solo is the movie that keeps on giving. And this version of Han Solo is given a lot more than you thought. We'll cover that as well. Here's Sarah. You're about to see what we do about five minutes before the cameras go hot. Are you okay? No. How's 275? <laughs> oh, my God. <gasps> We're going to reframe the cameras. This is great. Oh, because Dave's super tall? Yes. Wow. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh. oh, everybody. Yep, cameras are moving. Oh, man. Oh, are you okay? Yep. Would you, can somebody get her a drink? <laughs> Somebody, what, what do you want? Oh, like Jameson? on the stairs. No, please, God, no, I hate work crews. Okay, just breathe. It's okay. Huh. So if you, so you never believe that this podcast is live, now you do. <laughs> um, we were about to talk about Roseanne and uh, something that's happening in the Roseanne universe. So if you didn't know, big news this week, Roseanne was canceled by NBC because of a racist tweet that was launched in the middle of the night. And uh, so now there's already talk of NBC, or I'm sorry, ABC, putting together a Roseanne show with just the remainder of the cast. What's hysterical is that Roseanne came up with the characters, mm -hmm. along with another guy, I think, that worked on it. So she technically owns the name of the show and the characters on the show. So they would have to take the characters on the show and put them on a new show but call them uh, instead of like the Connors, the Bonners, or right. something. Right, and they'd have to re—they'd have to rename them because if you're in the Writers Guild, you would get credit every single time a character is mentioned on the show. So she would still be making money, which ABC mm -hmm. doesn't want because they would like to punish her. Yeah. So uh, Roseanne, you should have taken um, a little note when Valerie Harper was killed off of Valerie. <gasps> Do you remember that? <laughs> I do now. Valerie was Jason Bateman's mother, <laughs> and uh, she had a disagreement with the network, and they just killed her. And they were like, I know your name's on the show, but you could still yep. die. Here, Valerie, meet Sandy Duncan, your replacement. <laughs> and that's exactly what she happened. She really likes wheat thins, and yeah. she needs a job. But to, to the writers think, something similar happened on Star Trek Voyager. Oh, Tom boy. Harris was supposed to, he was basically this character that he played on Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah. When Wesley Crusher got in trouble. And oh, Wesley. when Ron Moore, creator of Battlestar Galactica, ended up um, leaving the whole Star Trek uh, family, mm -hmm. they decided to change his character so they wouldn't have to pay Ron Moore every time Tom Paris was on the screen. So that's how, that's how they do it in Hollywood. Yeah. They don't want to pay you, see? Well, and I think because they have the whole um, cast signed, they'd already signed them up for a second season. Mm -hmm. So I believe contractually... Even though they canceled the show, they were still going to have to pay the cast. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, as long as we're paying out contracts, we might as well figure out a way to cobble together some sort of new show. No, this is what they do, is they digitally age the first Becky to be the new Roseanne, to be the mom, oh. and have the second Becky be Becky. 
I mean, when you've got a spare Becky, you might yeah, as well you use have it an for... extra Becky. Right. Use the extra Becky. I or, like it. We and we always go back to this. There's always this possibility: motion capture Andy Circus as Roseanne. As Roseanne. But like an animated Roseanne. Yeah, no, a motion capture Roseanne. <laughs> okay. I mean, come on. I w would you like to see her in a different form, though? Like, they would call the character Roseanne, yeah. but it would be, like, a different animal or something? Yeah. yeah, they could, you know, every week a new spirit animal would guide the family <laughs> because Roseanne died in a tragic accident when she was totally <sighs> dismembered and the body cremated. So she could never come back, just like John Goodman. Or John Goodman could play Roseanne. Which I would also appreciate. That's very um, psycho. Yes, the movie, not just you're crazy, oh, well, but there you go. Um, dressing up as a lady. So as all of this was panning out, Roseanne basically <laughs> she blamed the whole tweet rant on Ambien. I was on Ambien tweeting. Sleep medication, and so the manufacturers of Ambien said, "No, no, no! Racism is not a side effect of Ambien." <laughs> Slow your roll, yeah. lady. True. A side effect of our product might be that you could get up in the middle of the night and, and do something yeah. and Who not knows? remember it. Bell. But it is not a side effect of our product to put racism in somebody right. where racism didn't already exist. Mm -hmm. You can you blame know, us for a lot of bad things, but it, not At the very least, racism might be the side effect of, you know, whatever uh, fuel they use to burn crosses. Sure. Or, or bleach sheets really, really white. Super white. Mm -hmm, before you put them on. Or, uh, I, now I'm just thinking of like all the, Mama likes the, the whole the Tide commercial. Or no, I'm sorry, Clorox too. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember that? The, where they were singing the song, uh, like all, yeah. all these kids like running through field, Mom yeah. trying to dry the sheets outside. Yeah, except, except the thinking, sheets are on the kids this <laughs> now, time. Or, now I'm thinking of the clan. Or how about, um, you know, you basically have your clan robe, mm -hmm. and then, um, they, you know, they write the words of the stains they're getting out, and they hose them down, like, you know, <laughs> blood! From Charlottesville. <laughs> that would take up a whole sheet. Though. Grass stains from being chased. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Exactly. Good start, Sarah. I know. Glad hey. Glad you walked in during this part and of the show. And I'm back. Now, uh, you, because you are a fan of both Star Wars and porn, mm. immediately was able to find that there is a solo mm -hmm. porn Parody. Well, Sarah, I have to correct you. I'm a fan of Star Wars. I'm probably a connoisseur of porn. Okay. Not a fan, a connoisseur? Uh, yes. Yeah. All right. I mean, if and, and listen, Solo didn't make as much as people were hoping for at the box office, but it was still number one mm. and very much in the forefront of pop culture. And right. when that happens, there will always be a porn parody. I, you know what? Even, uh, even movies that wouldn't be considered blockbusters will sooner or later become a porn par parody. And I mean, they went all in mm. on this porn. I, well, yeah. I, I mean, look at that set. I mean, not that's... since Edward Penis Hands has <laughs> oh, uh, a porn parody <laughs> gone into such detail. They actually, I mean, like somebody went around with little pieces of tape to make the stuff, mm. and they used extra, like old uh, light bright uh, that yeah, somebody and had and from and their sister. Patch cables. They got the general shape. Okay. They do. Are the dice hanging? On oh, the... you know what? I don't know. What I enjoy is that the Chewbacca in this really low-budget porn parody. Yeah, by the way, it's hand solo. Yes, hand solo. Chewbacca's called Screwbacca, as mm -hmm. you would imagine. Um, but what I enjoy is that the costume is not that far off right. from the costumes of the family in right. the Star Wars Christmas special, mm -hmm. where we met Mrs. Chewbacca and Grandpa Chewbacca and Baby Chewbacca. So that begs the question, will this be Star Wars canon? 
Not what happens. We're not here, talking about experience. Yeah, we're not talking about the amount of cannons you'll see on set if you catch my drift. Well, there's one, two, three, four. And the young lady in the middle—that's Lando. You know, Lando is pansexual, so they flipped her gender. I'm not sure if it, so. I watched the trailer, just the uh -huh. trailer, just yeah. the trailer. Okay. I'm not mm. sure she's Lando. She's a little bit Ray because at some point. She puts her hand out, uses the force, draws a lightsaber to her, and then slices somebody in half. Are you half. sure she didn't put her hand out and use something else? It's, I didn't I, see the whole movie, so it's very I, possible. Yeah, so you've got Han Solo and Chota Fett instead of mm, Boba Fett right. and Screwbaka. But the women are kind of like an amalgamation of different... Mm -hmm. they, did, they didn't really have specific things that they want them to well. be other than naked at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> um, but I was actually... I wonder what the Sarlacc pit's going to be. <laughs> That's that what I was thinking. Gross. I was uh, impressed with the amount of time and special effects they actually put into it. There are explosions and not just the one kind, mm -hmm. but like of things in space. Well, you know, if you think about it, your, your average smartphone now can generate special effects. I mean, really, all you need is like, you know, an Instagram filter to do the special effects and you're golden, right? Joe, are you saying that with our phone, we could be in a Star Wars parody? Not porn, just the parody I was part. like, where are you going with this? <laughs> just Your the, parents watch. Just, this is getting awkward. No, no just the parody part, not huh. the, the naked naked yes, time thing. Yes, we could. Thing. We probably could. There are <laughs> apps that would, yes. That could make it look like we're working with lightsabers. There are apps that will make your phone sound like a lightsaber when you move it around. Okay. There are apps that will basically light you on fire if you, you know, augmented reality, dude. Is there an app for explosions? Yeah. Well, what kind of explosions? Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. The crew is like, yes, dummy. Duh. Jesus, what do you think? There's an app where you can type letters into the phone, and then the same letters appear on somebody else's phone. No It's way. amazing that technology. Sweet. Google has an app that generates stormtroopers? Yeah. Yeah, you can film somebody, and it'll generate stormtroopers around them. See, I'm telling you. Wait, we, well, now we know what we're doing after the show. Just saying. <laughs> we're making stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes, so the interwebs has many ways for you to communicate and make things, including Instagram, which is where people were freaking out because SNL guy Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande basically... Oh, you're going to sneeze? I am. <laughs> Look uh, into the you light. Did you pollen in with you? I probably did. I was running wow. so fast past the trees. Okay, go on. <laughs> Um, Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson are dating. And so far, people have been like, huh? Why? How? Uh -huh. She's a gorgeous music superstar, and he's Pete Davidson. And people were confused as to what mm. they might have in common. Well, we found out that one of the big things they have in common is their love of Harry Potter. Uh, I see. They you know, have you heads. seen the porno version of Harry Potter? No, what's it called? Well, the second name uh, rhymes with Potter, but it starts with a T. Okay. Anyway, go on. <laughs> uh, so they were posting pictures. One he posted with her. He was wearing a Gryffindor robe, and she was wearing a Slytherin oh. robe. Oh, no. Oh, no. And, uh, and his caption said, the Chamber of Secrets has been opened. And her response to that was, you trying to Slytherin? Mm -hmm. And I immediately thought of you. I'm I, like, first of all, Ariana Grande it's, likes Harry Potter. But second of all, she likes puns. Right. Right. I heard she likes to uh, do remixes with DJ Snape. <laughs> all right. Well, oh, ding. Uh, oh, we worked on the bell. <laughs> 
I don't have the bell for you. So yes, so now people are starting to understand the inner workings of that couple and why they're in love with each yeah. other. Yeah, no, I, you know what, I can see it. Because, you know, in Ariana Grande, she does have a nerdy side to her. And I think that this is an extension of that. And yes. I, I can totally see it. And he's like, I'll take it. Yeah. If, if that's what's he's getting like, me in, I will take hey, it. Hey, if I have a shot at Ariana Grande, why not? <laughs> what do I have to lose? It's like doing the naked man. Oh, you, did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Uh, there's, there's a pickup move called the naked man. Which and the is? whole The crux behind it is you have nothing to lose by doing this move. And it's just basically when you're at a young lady's home or she's at your home, if you have no other moves that will, you think will work, you just go for broke and you leave the room and you reappear totally naked. And if it's meant to be, it just happens. If not, she leaves the room. But either way, you are no worse for wear. Right. So either she calls the cops or yeah. she sleeps with you. Right. All so right. There you go. I did not. I haven't tried that move yet. Now you have. I uh, don't need to. I'm married. I so. feel so educated at this right, point. You should. Now our our good pal, our good buddy Snoop Dogg, has been a very busy boy. Uh, coaching football. Yeah, he is. He is. He's very into his uh, his kids. He's a football. dad. He's I a know. great dad. And he's a sports uh, dad. He hangs out with uh, Willie Nelson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. we just found out that he shot a movie with Matthew McConaughey, where he uh, he got McConaughey high during an actual scene, not <laughs> when they're just chilling offset. Right. And they're doing other things, but he swapped out the prop weed and mm. he put in some real Snoop weed, mm. and uh, and McConaughey said he was high for like nine hours off of whatever they were smoking <laughs> during this scene. Uh. But of course, one of the things that uh, Snoop is most famous for is gin and juice. Absolutely, because without gin and juice, you would get scurvy. I mean. You, you don't want to get citrus. the scurvy. You need to get citrus. that citrus. Yes. And, uh, and so he was at a music festival hmm. over the weekend, and they set the record, the literal Guinness World Record, for the world's largest gin and juice. There it is. He got a little help from Warren G. The drink measured more than 132 gallons in total. Right. But I mean, Warren G., was there? Was Nate Dogg there? I'm assuming. I mean, this is. Because Nate Dogg, Snoop Dogg's cousin, for real. Yes. Oh, he did? So he couldn't be there. Oh. In spirit. In spirit. Wait a minute. Now we got to pour <laughs> one out for Nate. Don't, don't, don't. <laughs> not today, Joe. Not How today. How did I not know that Nate Dog was? I don't know. But Warren G. was there. Warren G. was there. Okay, was Warren Buffett there? I'm hoping. Okay. There were 38 jugs of orange juice, 154 bottles of apricot brandy, mm. and 180 bottles of gin to make Amazing. said world record. That's phenomenal. Gin and but who juice. drank it? Oh, well, it's a big ass straw, so I'd I don't be, know. You know what? I'd Snoop be grossed just... out. I mean, I barely ever share straws, but if I do, I have to be number two. I, I have to be number two on the straw at the very, very least. Number two? I mean, you're already sharing it with them one other mouth. You're cool with that? Yeah, but I can't be number three because that's an extra mouth on that straw. <laughs> like, that's a, how many mouths are going to be on that straw? So many, Joe. And then some so, noses, so many maybe. Mouths. Who knows? <laughs> it's another porn parody. Uh, now, as far as alcohol is concerned, we should say a little congratulations yes. to Sugar House. This, if you haven't been to Sugar House in Corktown, it's uh, basically in between Gold Cash Gold and Slows. Mm -hmm. Go. They are they they make nectar of the gods at that bar. Well, so it they've been phenomenal. They they have been given the title of the bar that uh, sort of brought around the whole craft cocktail uh -huh. craze in. Uh, 
the metro yes. Detroit it's area. Very nicely appointed. The bartenders are very well groomed and are they beardy? They they are beardy. Mm -hmm. They're they're it's Corktown. I mean, it's like they're they're the hippest thing this side of Williamsburg. Come on. <laughs> so what it all boils down to though is the way they make their drinks and they make their freaking drinks. I mean. Strong you, you, or well, creative? Well, no, they're just delicious. Or, yeah. They're artisanal drinks. Like, little elves come out, and <laughs> they help make them, and there's a whole bunch of fairy dust all over the place, and then you drink, and you're magically buzzed without being hungover. It's amazing. Well, that I would love. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So they were listed among 21 bars across the country for the best bars in America, the Esquire list mm. for 2018. I want to say Esquire made their had them on their list in 2014 as well. But wow. in 2018, they made the list. But this time it was for their daiquiri, which... they No, everything they do is seriously amazing, even though daiquiri is a girl drink. Does but anybody order a daiquiri anymore? Yeah. I mean, unless, 20, if you're not 20 year on vacation... 20-year-olds with fake IDs order wow. daiquiris. I, that just, to me, that seems like the kind of thing that you order when you're either on spring break or you're on some right. sort of a vacation. Well, let's put it this way. Sugar House is so good. Things as simple as rum and Cokes... Mm -hmm are amazingly good. They're like That's next they're, level. They're like a rum and coke like you've never had before. Like they know really? just the ratio that Normally you just mean. take rum and you take coke, but this there rum and go. coke is somehow more delicious than any other rum and coke you've had. That's well, now that's I need how to, amazing they are. Now I need to go. Yes, let's go. Lunch, now now we need lunch. to get our drink on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we have another congratulations in order mm. as well. Yes. And I don't know if anybody saw this coming, necessarily, <laughs> but um, we could say congratulations to one of Sylvester Stallone's ex-wives. Oh, yes. Brigitte Nielsen. Uh, I Pregnant. don't know what to make of this. Pregnant at the age of 54. Mm. And uh, we definitely need to do a deep dive into what the hell is going on there mm. and the strange fame story of Brigitte Nielsen and what her life came to prior to this announcement. We'll get into that when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Guys, wait up. Hold on. Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill. Yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a five-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams. 
for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. Having my baby. What a lovely way of saying Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I just found out that Joe is a baller. A baller? Yeah. What? I'm not, I know. I can't play basketball. $150 for a bar I had to save my money. Yes, exactly. I, we were just talking about Sugar, Sugar House in Corktown, and of course, with premium beverages come a tab that's commensurate to said beverages. They do have wonderful service. The yes. atmosphere is fantastic. So I felt that it was appropriate. Yeah. Am I, you know, am I going to be? It's like, not like a like a happy hour every day after right. work kind of. I'm uh, not going to spend that kind of money buying around <laughs> a Smirnoff. <laughs> you know, woo! Gold Slogger for yeah. all my Plastic bottle vodka for everyone. Woo! Oh, man. Well, you know, this, while we're on Sugar House, seriously, the rum and coke is yeah. like, you, you'd think it was a pedestrian drink. So amazing at Sugar House. That's so weird. There's like more than two ingredients in the rum and coke at Sugar House. I mean, people can take sort of regular run-of-the-mill things and make them amazing. Yes. Like macaroni and cheese. Oh, yes. At the uh, the Clarkson Union. Have uh-huh. you ever had their oh, mac and cheese? Oh, yes. Next and level. Grill, right. Grill. Yes. Exactly. Yes. So we mentioned just before the break that um, Brigitte Nielsen is pregnant with her fifth child, and Brigitte is 54. She's pulling a Janet Jackson and having a baby over the age of 50. I mean, if you've got money and the technology, Mm -hmm. babies can happen. And that's a thing. Now, with the state of medicine in America, women can have, you know, can carry to term babies at a much older age. Mm -hmm. And so why not? I mean, have that's at what it. I Let's, say. She's, she's full on. It's going to happen, whether, so, whether we approve or not. This is her fifth pregnancy. Yes. And uh, she's had four sons to uh, four different fathers. Oh, I did. Oh, wow. Yeah, she, something uh, like that. She likes to hit them and quit them. And uh-huh. like, so she yeah. was married to Stallone for like two years. Yeah, very short time. Was it, did they get together before or after Rocky IV? Like, is that I how they, was, is that how I they met? I think they met at Rocky Four. Okay. And then by the time Beverly Hills Cop 2 came out, right. it was done. Or was it Red Sonja? <laughs> I mean, I, but Joe basically named her career Red, Red. Sonja, Rocky Four, and Beverly Hills Cop 2. And then we didn't see a whole lot after right. her divorce from Stallone from Miss Brigitte Nielsen. Until. until <laughs> VH1 took a hard, bright turn away from music and music videos into all of these whack, crazy Uh. reality shows. And um, one of the biggest ones was The Surreal Life. Mm -hmm. Where she met... Flavor Flav! Yeah. She was like, excuse me, sir, do you have the time? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy! (laughs) Yeah, she's like, well, I'm I'm not boy. I am Brigitte. <laughs> Brigitte. I want to say that her nickname for him was Foofy. Foofy oh, Flav. Foofy. Foofy Flav. So whether it was just a romance for television, it was scripted, I'm yeah. not sure. But they seem to have this really sweet relationship on The Surreal well, Life. By the time Flavor of Love came on, I think it was full on. Well, so no. What happened was they had their spinoff of Strange Love 
which oh. was their relationship. Then that didn't work out, and they wanted to just I, stay friends. I didn't read IMDb. Sorry. And then <laughs> she did a little cameo on Flavor of Love to kind of oh, that's, check out the ladies okay. that wanted to get with Flavor Flav to make no. sure they were good enough for Foofy. During this whole time, what's Chuck D doing? Uh, well, who knows? What's Chuck D doing? <laughs> I don't know. He's out there fighting the man, and Flavor Flav is running around. He's not being hype. No, Flavor Flav is just trying he's to just, climb that he's tree carousing. and Nielsen. Because oh she's gosh. what, like six feet tall? She's, she's tall. She's like a, six five. That's a huge lady. Yes. And she, she's like you in heels. Right. That's exactly. how tall she is. <laughs> exactly. And I, well, I hope that Flavor Flav will give the baby like a tiny little necklace clock. To yeah, show a little stopwatch to go around, doesn't <laughs> Little tiny baby stopwatch. Yeah. Yes. And we will continue with B list, C list, or I don't know, D list. Where do you consider where does where does David Arquette fall in the It depends on who he's married to. Okay. I would say. Honestly, I mean wouldn't you say Well, he's an Arquette. He is. So he gets carte blanche. He's a legacy. Mm-hmm. He's like if this were a fraternity, right. he'd be in. You are correct. Um but uh you know, but when he married Courtney Cox, I would say his stock went up. Yes. You know. And then now that and then divorced. when they stopped making scream movies, it probably <laughs> went down. But because he's related to Patricia, okay, it probably blips up every now and then when her stock sure. goes up, right? Yeah. Um, other than Scream, and then I thought he was good as Drew Barrymore's brother in Never Been Kissed. But right. what, else, what else is he? I don't know. But I, you know, the Trump administration I hear is deregulating the Arquette family, which means that they will do much better now, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's, that's what I happening. thought. Yeah, yeah. He's going to defund them and mm-hmm. everything. It'll be fantastic. I'm glad we're being kept abreast of what's happening in the Trump <laughs> well, administration. I, I, follow, <laughs> I follow the Trumps uh, and the Arquette's yes. relationship very closely. I know. Yes. So, yeah, apparently David Arquette just appeared on the Wendy Williams show. How mm-hmm. you doing? And right before his appearance, he posted on social media that he was going to make a big announcement on the Wendy Williams show. And he walked out on stage and said that he's going to get back into professional wrestling. Because all of us were saying, oh my gosh, when is David Arquette going to get reinvolved with pro wrestling? Actually, I was saying David Arquette was in pro wrestling at some point. Mm. What? Question mark? Huh? But I do remember once he sort of went on that there was a movie called Ready to Rumble. Do you remember that at all? Uh, I didn't yes, see I it, but title. I remember it coming out. But what the hell is he doing to this guy? That's a very, they look like he's, they're just going for a hug. I don't it's know. He's saying, lie there. <laughs> I want to do push-ups in your general vicinity. That is a sexy, sparkly yes, shirt and some pleather is. pants. Um, yeah, so when he was promoting the film Ready to Rumble, he wrestled in the World Championship Wrestling and won the Heavyweight Championship. And right after that, I don't the WCW it. pretty much shut down. I think there's probably something fake about that championship. <laughs> really? Wrestling. You know what? If you want to impress me, if you want to be a Hollywood star yeah. that goes into wrestling, mm-hmm. pull the Mickey Rourke, man. Oh. That's what you need to do, right? That was legit. And yes. the wrestler, that was, yeah. I mean, he had a man. And then you can jump into the MCU because you're so built. <laughs> That was a that was a legit man bun he was rocking in that mm. movie too. Yeah, um, so people blamed David Arquette for shutting down the WCW, and so that happened in 2000. And he's very sad because for 18 years people have been trolling him for ruining the WCW. So now I, I don't even know what to say about that. At the age of 48, Joe, 48, he's ready to get back in the ring. I think they should do Hollywood backyard wrestling. <laughs> Think about Just it. put out it, some gym mats. Yeah, instead some crash of being mats. behind a single wide on an old mattress, <laughs> right. you could be like behind some 
pimped out house yeah. with a really nice mattress. Probably a Tempur-Pedic. I know, but Because you'd fall on the Tempur-Pedic and you wouldn't, you just fall and stop. Or like set it with your specific yeah. sleep number. You could like, drop oh. a bowling ball on it. You could like <laughs> raise the head or raise the feet, turn on the vibration mode. Who knew? And in their garage, somebody's got to have a ladder and some folding yeah. chairs. This this could be Hollywood, a thing. Okay. Dave, buy the domain. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Thank you. Every day. Every day we have a new business idea. He's already created a character, mm. and I think he already put out a YouTube about it and was just ridiculous. He's called David Magic Man Arquette, where he dresses kind of like a wizardy magician. And, you know, no, he's like a, a magic... sorcerer or like the tuxedo top hat magician? No, like sorcerer. Or, or worse yet, Penn and Teller. No, no, no. Mm. Kind of like Merlin-y sorcery. No, no Doug Henning? No. With the, <laughs> the rainbow on the shirt? No, no. no. And, no, uh, uh, David Copperfield. No, leather jacket. Not working those eyebrows. Feathered hair. Mm -mm. No. Mm. no, David Blaine, black T-shirt, black jeans. Mm. Mm -mm. No, very, very mm. sorcerer, wizardy. Okay, just making sure. Because he's a magic man. Yes. Mm -hmm. right. We'll see if he actually survives. Like literally survives all of this physical activity <laughs> once he starts he's, to get into the he's ring. He's angling. But... He wants to be the sequel for what? The, now you see me. Oh well, movies. they've done two. Yeah. They might as well do three. Because they were in such high demand. <laughs> Everybody's asking. Right. Now, somebody else is asking for something, and this is ridiculous. But it's probably going to happen mm. because that's the way it works. A uh. Louisiana-based televangelist named Jesse Duplantis walked into a bar with a priest and a rabbi and is asking his flock to donate money for him to have a $54 million private jet, mm. which if he gets it, would be his fourth jet that mm. he's gotten from his people. I wonder if he's got a system in it. They can play like, you know, like a G6. <laughs> this guy is a scumbag. I'm just gonna, yes! let's not even yes! pull bunches with this. He is a scumbag. I mean, I don't know if he stands in front of his congregation and it was like, hold on, let me take this call. Oh, it's God. God? You want me to have another jet? Yeah. Oh, I need another jet. In I most need religions, another jet. Poverty, poverty, and divinity are one and the same, right? I mean, aren't they like closely intertwined Joe, in most religions? Joe, let me explain how hmm. how this happens, explain. why this happens, why he yes. needs this jet, because he's been using his other jets to travel around hmm. the world and spread the word and do good deeds. Right. But you have to make a lot of stops, and you have to fill up over and over mm. again. If he got this jet, he wouldn't have to make as many stops. Right. He could be anywhere in the world at any time. Yes. And he said, even Jesus, if he was here now, wouldn't be riding a donkey. He yeah. would be riding he a wouldn't jet. He would be riding that ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I wish I had a bell. I needed I, a, yes, he would no. not be riding that ass. No. No, you know Jesus what, does the new not. jet have at least a 4K TV on it? Maybe that's why he needs it. <laughs> you know, 1080i is for suckers. That's why he needs right? a new jet, right? Also, you cannot fly commercial when no. you are a preacher because, no. according to him, commercial airlines are filled with a bunch of demons, Demons. 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 Which, actually, he has a point there. Like, if I could skip flying commercial, mm -hmm. oh, because you're always, you're seated next to, the smelly guy yeah. or the crying baby demons or the you crying would... smelly guy <laughs> yes my I... watch has divorced me right i you know what here's the thing let's just be honest i mean if i were him i would just go look i need a private jet because i want a private jet don't make the excuses mm-hmm
So he wants people to just throw their money around for that. Joe, I want you to throw your money around for a lot of things. But I think I finally found the one thing where oh. you might lay down that Joe yes. money. And we talked about the Death Star yes. piece that's up for auction. Yes. And, and we were joking around about, well, I would only bid on Star Trek stuff. And lo and behold... The God that gives us private jets for our preachers mm -hmm. gave me an auction of my own. <laughs> there is. It might cost you $40,000, but there is a rare version of the Star Trek Enterprise. Starship! We know it's the Star Trek Enterprise. There's only two Enterprises. Uh -huh. The aircraft carrier uh -huh. and the rent-a-car company. <laughs> Duh. Yes. It was made for a movie that never ended up happening called Star Trek Planet of the Titans. Mm -hmm. And then, Joe, it, and this is where I'm with you, oh. they used it in an episode of Star Trek Next Generation. Here's more trivia. So in Star Trek Three, yeah. when they first see the Excelsior in space dock, this model yeah. is parked kind of around the block. What? You can kind of see it in the corner of the screen. And here's another piece of trivia. Please. This is the model that the Starship Discovery uh -huh. from the CBS streaming show, okay. Star Trek Discovery. Which you love. Is based on. Oh. Yes. Okay. So if you look at the two ships, there are design similarities between the two. Joe, the auction starts today. I know. I know. I've already gone to Quicken Loans. And, I mean, uh, I know that your son needs to go to college and Screw that college. you need to pay Screw for your college. house. But this is going on sale today. Uh-huh. And if you don't want to spend your money on that, you could get something for free. Free tacos because of the mm. NBA Finals. And we'll tell you how that's going to happen when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sweeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Friday's Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Mexican food.
Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I was cheating. Uh, I know we were talking about the hockey finals mm-hmm. and how exciting that is. Yes, very exciting. I wasn't watching that. Mm-hmm. And you I mean there's another sport that's played <laughs> professionally? And I also wasn't mm. keeping an eye on the NBA finals. I've Until. I've been <laughs> not checking anything out. But then I found out that the NBA Finals could get me a free taco mm. from Taco Bell. And now I'm all in. Do tell. All in, baby. Yeah, so whether you are a fan of the Golden State Warriors or the Cleveland Cavaliers, they are doing their Steal a Game, Steal a Taco promotion, which apparently they've done before. Mm. <laughs> this is the oldest. Is it? Did you choose this? Yes. <laughs> I did. What year is this? I think it's legitimately the first Taco Taco Bell. Look at the little Taco Bell kid. I know. My God. The poor kid was deported. (laughs) He's now separated from his family. He was just a dreamer and he wanted to stay in the States. He came here. He started his own business. He worked very, very hard to get it up and running. Now he's gone. If Taco Bells looked like this when I was in high school, we would legitimately, like, because the high school prank when I was in high school was to try and steal the big boy statue from mm-hmm. outside big boys. We would have tried to steal the little Taco Bell guy. What if you sure. switched them? You put the Taco <laughs> Bell guy in front of big boy. <laughs> big boy. What's going on? <laughs> I, what's, I don't know. Big boy, ole. Um, yes. So a, if a team on the road steals a game from the home team, then the next day you can get a free Doritos Locos taco. Mm. Only the one per customer. The best invention, by the way, since the polio vaccine. Right. That and then taking Doritos chips and making them oh. into the shell. I mean, oh. it was just, honestly, whatever Hyon was sitting around going, you know what we should Dude, make. That's, if there's a case for legalizing weed, <laughs> it's that. that is it. And, and not only is there, there's not just one Doritos taco right. shell. There's two. Because people are like, I'm sorry, did you forget about Cool Ranch? Yes. Because that needs to be a thing. <sighs> Amazing. Ooh. Yeah, so, I mean, it's while supplies last. So if you don't get in there early enough, yeah. they may run out of tacos. Hey, heaven forbid Taco Bell run out of tacos, <laughs> right? But, yes, you uh, keep an eye on the NBA Finals. Because you may be able to get yourself a freebie. You know what? Here's what, the, you know, the fallacy behind this is, you know, the whole idea is that the NBA says, oh, if uh, Taco Bell is giving away tacos for free, mm-hmm. people will watch the finals and pay closer attention to the finals. No, they won't. You just Somebody's going to go, hey, here's a picture of me and my free taco on Facebook. Right. Oh, free tacos? I don't care why. All I know is they're free. Let's get out there. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's either that or you just happen to be scrolling, you know, the news feed the next right. day and you and you see the news story that like oh this team won and i get a free taco you're exactly. right exactly yeah. it's not necessarily going to transfer to being eyeballs on the game but mm. whatever it's nice it's good for taco bell yeah to get people into their stores who are not drunk because it's going to be in the <laughs> middle of the day although i don't know um and then tomorrow is and we should celebrate we should i we really should think absolutely. we should celebrate tomorrow is National Donut Day. Ah. And Burger King had an interesting idea. Is that a Hallmark holiday, by the way? Uh, Is that like Sweetest Day? Uh, kind of, yeah. Where somebody just made up an excuse to... To eat more yeah. donuts? Yes, please. Okay. It's propaganda by Big Donut. Yeah, Big Donut. <laughs> it big is propaganda donut by is, Big Donut. <laughs> they're trying to take your money and not give you a choice. As if there's no such thing as scones and muffins on Donut Day. My God. So instead of serving donuts on mm. uh, Donut Day, 
Burger King decided, let's make our Whoppers look like donuts. I love it. So, but people were a little, slightly, oh, look at how cute. They were slightly freaked out because they thought they were just going to get the this on the left and that you would be getting less burger and bun for oh, your no. money. But the baby that you comes out of it, whole. you get a little slider that comes with it because they don't want to screw you out of yes. what meat and bun you were going to get. that is fast food marketing. That, that is I seriously. Mean, yes. That is somebody who was not high, who was actually clear-headed. No, they they could have been high. They could have been high. <laughs> and was like, mm. this is going to be amazing. <laughs> You're going to get a big donut shaped, a big Whopper shaped like a donut and a baby one right. for the same price. Ich bin ein Whopper. <laughs> yes. So you can celebrate that way and you can celebrate the normal way just by eating. You just celebrate. Eating it's all Friday. the donuts. Yeah. Now we're about to celebrate Father's Day. Mm. Which I never, what is it, the 17th? I honestly, I don't know. Is it, it's, and this is, I feel bad asking this Sunday. question. Is it the same? It's not the same date every no, year. It's no, a, it's always on a Sunday. It's a floater. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, the, day, the day of the week stays the same. Right, but the, the date, date changes. changes. Yes. yes. So for your dad, I'm assuming your dad likes uh, barbecue and burgers. And, he does. Yeah. He, Yes. And uh, would you be happy if your son for Father's Day got you a meat-scented candle? Absolutely, because my wife is a vegetarian. It would drive her nuts. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no, honey, this isn't a Boca candle. It's a meat candle. Oh, my God. Do, do they have Morningstar scented yeah, candles? Yeah, they probably do. They smell just like real meat candles, but without the meat in them. Exactly. So. Yeah. No, the people at A1 Steak Sauce decided that people love the smell of burgers and Hell meat yes. on the grill. Yes. And they would like the whole house to smell like that, mm. even if they're not actually cooking on that day. I, they come in three flavors. or they, I think it's more than three now. It's, uh, well, at the very least, it's original meat, backyard barbecue, and classic burger. Mm. Did they I have think bacon? Oh, is there a bacon candle? Yes. I don't think it's done by A1, but I'm mm. pretty positive there are bacon-scented candles out there. Are there any other weirdo flavors or things that you would like a, a candle scent um, of? Korean barbecue. Oh, that would oh, be good. That's a good smell. No, that would be good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I honestly think they should actually, they do it because it's A1, but I think they should have specific kinds of burgers, like In-N-Out Burger. Oh, Yeah, because that's okay. a good smell right there, Five Guys. Now, would you say that you can tell the difference between the smell that is piped out from a McDonald's to the smell that's piped out from a Burger King? Yes, Burger King burgers? smells better. Really? Yes. Okay. If you stand between the two, you're always drawn to Burger King. More like it's really flame, flame yes. boiled? Yes. It's, it's like Ikea cinnamon <laughs> bun smell. I need, oh, uh. I need, but I, would, I wouldn't mind an Ikea um, meatball lingonberry candle. Ooh. Where, you know, they have like multiple layers of wax in yes. it where you get a little bit of the different That smells. would be amazing. They should do a dingleberry candle, except <laughs> they'd probably smell like crap. I, I think you're correct, sir. That's probably not the candle right? that we need to be going for. Now, this, I, feel, I actually kind of felt bad about this next story. No. I did. I legit, really? I, I know. Did you? Here's the deal. She did. Tragedy plus time equals comedy. I get yeah, that. Yeah, ask Shakespeare, right? And 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 clearly, if this is, you can't look at this next story and go, too soon, man, too soon. No, you can't, it, but it, I, I will admit to you, it's the first thing I thought when I saw the picture, which was, I think, two days ago. Okay. I saw the picture two days ago, and I laughed. I'm like, 
Poor dude. We're talking. We're talking about Pompeii. Yeah. And um, yeah, are you sure? Have you have you had a chance to go through all twelve steps? I processed. Of I processed. You now I can it. laugh okay. at it. Now I can okay. laugh my ass off it. Right. Because time heals. Initially, something like you know seven hundred, eight hundred years easily will heal. Initially, or, or was this BC? Was Pompeii BC? No, it was. It was. Was it like eleven hundred or something? I mean, there was stuff written about it, so. Yeah. Okay. So archaeologists are still uncovering things from the victims of Pompeii. Mm -hmm. And so they revealed a new discovery on Tuesday. Yes. Which is a gentleman who was able to try and book it away from all of the ash and everything that was coming from Pompeii, mm -hmm. but then was crushed by a giant right. rock. Right. <laughs> and then, I'm oh, so sorry. Like, I know. You look That's at your face. That's funny. And to add insult to injury, he gets found that way. Just his little leg sticking out of that big boulder. I feel yeah, so bad. I, I mean, just Where like, he's like, I've got this, I've got this. I don't got this. Okay, here's, here's the, there's a lesson to be taken from this picture. Which is? If he wouldn't have stopped to take the freaking selfie, right. he would have had a couple extra seconds to get away, right? <laughs> I mean, it's oh, like. Oh, buddy. And, I mean, look, he has long legs. Look at the proportion of his legs. You know he was a fast runner. Yeah? I, 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 yeah, no. I, you can't outrun, it's, you it's can't funny. outrun a hurtling rock, it's apparently, funny. when it what, smashes you. You know, and uh, what they do, what you need to do when you look at a photograph like this, is yeah. you need to think about what you don't see in the picture. Like his two buddies, like, Julius, Julius, do not take that selfie! Do not take this, what? Julius! Oh, squeamish. Yeah. And so they're not in the picture because they lived! Yeah. They, uh, they're still trying to dig it out to try and find his head. I mean, they, obviously, they've got the no. front part out of there. But people on Twitter were going crazy for this photo. Like, someone said it was Wiley Coyote's great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. Right. Somebody else tried to do lyrics to Alanis Morissette, ironic, with this one. It's like a large slab of stone when you've just survived the initial eruption of Mount Vesuvius. Yes. Or like, what if this is staged? That archaeologists are just having a no, laugh. What if? Okay, you <laughs> they're know, like, ah, wait, move the you skeleton know what they do over in here. in Texas, right? No. So in Texas, when uh, when you're driving down the road and you see uh, armadillo roadkill, mm -hmm. what people like to do, because apparently in Texas you always have a beer bottle in your car, <laughs> is the, because the armadillo will usually die because they're top heavy on their back. Okay. So they'll, people will take beer bottles and make it look like the armadillo is drinking, right? <laughs> so maybe some pranksters in Pompeii are like, look, we got away from the volcano and everything. There's a body over there. Let's let's pose the body and drop a rock on it so that in a couple thousand years, right? you know, archaeologists... It's the long con. Right, They yeah. were like, someday, someday this is going to be... Trust me. Hilarious. Trust, Brutus, there will be a payoff. <laughs> there will be a payoff. We won't be here. But yes. in the future, 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 somebody is going to pose it. Picture a world where Italian food is everywhere. <laughs> There'll be an HBO series about Italian families doing <laughs> bad things. And then right alongside that will be our joke. Bada! Bada-bing! Yay! So, so, let me tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stage this scene. Uh, speaking of death, there was uh, a woman who posted the most incredible Facebook I notification that anybody's ever gotten. Mm. She happened to look down at her phone and had the little boo-loo from Facebook. Yeah. Uh, this afternoon, your appointment is basically right. death. I'd rather have a birthday notification. Reminder, like, you have yes. an event coming up today. Death. Now, she actually was going to a lecture that was about death. death. 
Yes. And Probably so, about the guy that got killed in Pompeii. Right. Yeah, exactly. And But so because it was in the title of the lecture that she had said that she was interested in and that she wanted to go to, the mm -hmm. Facebook notification just came up as straight up, yep. uh, you going to die. Yeah. So if you don't want this to happen to you, you have to be more complete about filling out your event planner on your phone. Yes. Just, just saying. If you don't want to look down at your phone and be like, oh, God. Ah, ah. Oh. I better go home a few minutes before and make sure that I'm packed. Yes. And, uh, yes, if you are traveling, we have the most fantastic way mm. for you to travel. Yes. And I think we need to make it happen. Maybe we should get one for the show. We'll tell a Sherpa? No. Oh. We will tell you what it is when we get back on Pop That Culture. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. Two guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. Come. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on NewRadioMedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at NewRadioMedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. But Joe, I mean Joe, <laughs> when you travel... When you travel all over the world for yes. Pop That Culture. I, yeah, when we're on those Pop That Culture junkets. We're, we're all over with celebrities mm. and fans of this show. Yes. I mean, you know how it is. Oh, it's crazy. When you're trying, we're, we're barraged at the airport, and it's super annoying mm. when you're, you know, you're trying to run and you're trying to carry your suitcase mm. with you and roll through it, and one wheel is kind right. of wobbly, yeah. and mm -hmm. it's no good. It's no good. Wouldn't you love to have a robotic suitcase that would just follow you everywhere you went. Yes, I would love that. Because uh, my seven-year-old doing it, I get so shamed. <laughs> yes. When I make my seven-year-old carry my backpack, his bag, our food, <laughs> my passport, all You're that You're like, stuff. that's why I had a child. Yeah. So and he's sewing Nikes stuff. all at the same time. It's terrible. <laughs> 
Yes, well, uh, you would need to spend $800. But other than that, the Ovis suitcase sounds amazing. Yes. The world's first vision-powered side-follow carry-on that follows you by side, by your side autonomously. I love it. And it puts itself into the overhead compartment or under the seat in front of you. Oh. Yes. I would. No. No. It, but, I mean, that needs to be a thing. That needs to... <laughs> just levitate. <laughs> have a little, whatever, like a stick that kind of, like a hydraulic yes. something that lifts it up. And See, then shoves just... all the stupid crap that people shove in there that are yeah. not suitcases, that are taking up space. And so turn I it on its side, my... on its side, yes! not on its bottom. My oh, God. Jesus. Have you learned how to put things right. in the overhead yet? This is, this is missing two things. Okay. A cup holder. Number one, always because you know you're running, you you always try to get that food to, before you jump on the plane. And like a tap or a keg or a something. Ta- no, a Roomba on the bottom. Oh. So that when you're not traveling, it's vacuuming your room. Nice. But you know what? I love this technology. But what if what if Skynet happens and and you know activates and suitcases and your take suitcases over the world? <laughs> turn against you. I, this is scary. <laughs> this is an episode of Dark Mirror waiting to happen. Black Mirror, I'm, yes. Black Mirror, Dark Mirror, Dark um, Shadows. I know. Yeah, no. I could see how the suitcase, if it you know had the AI, would get sick of mm. having people's gross, you know, dirty yeah. underwear in it and yeah. whatever else you're packing in that suitcase. Uh-huh. I'm sick and tired of electric toothbrushes and other vibrating. <laughs> things being inside me exactly i no i think this is a great idea yeah but i do believe at some point they'll get hacked or something probably could you imagine getting hacked it's going through tsa i'm a bomb i'm a bomb (laughs) oh damn no 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 i'm really not a bomb no i thought i saw that there were suitcases that you could kind of turn over and then sit on it and like ride it around the airport like a little scooter really which that would be amazing (laughs) wow (laughs) Geez, the wheels are spinning now. Yes, huh. literally. Mm-hmm. So that's happening. I don't know if this will make your wheels spin or not, but Joe, have you heard of the Toblerone Tunnel? No, I haven't until last night when we were prepping the show. Would you like to visit the Toblerone Tunnel? It depends on whose Toblerone Tunnel. Exactly. I, uh, you know what? I mean... No, I, on Instagram, there's a new body trend. For a while, it was thigh gap. Mm-hmm. If you were a girl who could take sexy photos of yourself and show that there was a gap between your thighs, yep. meaning that you were skinny enough that your thighs didn't touch each other. Yeah. And if it was smaller, it would be a baby gap. <laughs> yes. And so that wasn't good enough. And now they are trying to take pictures to show their Toblerone tunnel, which is basically a triangle. And so she has hers right between her thighs and where her bikini starts. So it means that you are the fittest of fit. You are the sexiest of sexy Mm. Instagram models when you have that triangle between your thighs and where your bikini starts. Right. That does nothing for me. No? It doesn't do anything. The The rest rest of it or just that part? No, the, the part, the hips do it for me. The, the hip right right below the hip. Basically, when you put your hands when you're slow dancing for the first time in high school, uh-huh. that general region is more my... Like the, the bone or the cushion no, for right, the cushion? It depends like on where the... your hands go. It's just, to me, it's a, it's a more... Ple- I mean, that whole thigh gap thing, you know, it's just like, what are you going to do? Put your hand in there? Like, <laughs> no! It's like, no! It's because, like, to me, the hips are more like if you're... Well, either lady, but you get an arm around her, you can rest your hand there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like there's a good re- the bone is a good reference point. It's like yeah. braille. 
You can read your woman's body? Where do you stand on the two little dots? Right, oh, I love them. Right above the yeah. uh, the butt cheeks. Yes, I yeah. love them. You do? It's, again, it's like it's like it's like the Nazca lines. You know, you have to stand back to see them. Sometimes you can see them from the sky. Right. But you know, they help you navigate, you know. <laughs> they do. No, this well cuz yeah. we have a former coworker um, who maybe had hair that was considered spiky. Oh, is that his thing? No, that was his not thing, and I have them. The, the I was little, so, the little, yeah, the little, little, the two, the two, the <laughs> little. See, here's the thing: it's like if you're ever lost in the wilderness and you need to survive, and you've got a lady with you that has that feature on her body. Yeah. What you do in the middle of the night is you have her sleep on her stomach because in the morning there will be dew, rain collected. Yeah, and you yeah. can hydrate yourself <laughs> by doing that. It's survival. Do you not watch Bear Grylls? <laughs> How he stays like, alive. Yeah. <laughs> when he's taking celebrity the ladies Canadian around. The Canadian Les Stroud Survivor Man, he does that in an episode <laughs> where he brings a, a young lady with him. And mm -hmm. he says, oh, if you want to survive, eh, you can, <laughs> you can drink dew from the two little depressions above the butt cheeks, eh? <laughs> right? Is that what he sounds like? Yeah, I, he's Canadian. Yes. So, of course, he sounds that way. See, on this show, we're just, we're constantly, we're teaching you yes. historical facts, yes. what's going on in politics, mm -hmm. how you can survive out in the wild. Yeah, like I the mean, wilds of Mackinac Island. Yeah, oh, is yes. that where our friend is? Is he officially yes. there? he's officially there. Craig Folly is officially on Mackinac Island? He's on the porch of the Grand Hotel. Is he looking for sipping, Toblerone tunnels or Sipping no? a mint julep with two Toblerone tunnels. Oh, hi, he, he, That's the way he rolls. And he's playing the giant chessboard, <laughs> yes. not with his hands, but using the power of his mind to move the pieces. Because he's that good. Yes, he's like Magneto. Exactly. So enjoy two hours of the Craig Folly Show, and we will be back, allegedly I'll be back, <laughs> tomorrow for Pop That Culture. Right. Out on its own, triangular chocolate, that's Toblerone. Maybe triangular rocks from triangular trees and triangular